Hey, everybody, this is Betsy. And Amanda. And we just, before this episode started, wanted to say hello to all of you and thank you for your support and your emails and your Facebook posts um, and your tweets at us. Uh, after our last episode about spanking, we were really nervous about releasing that episode. We weren't quite sure what the response was going to be. And we were really overwhelmed by the positive and supportive response that you guys sent our way. Um, it was really good to know that, um, you know, that you guys have our backs. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to be imperfect. And so to know that we can be and talk about that imperfection on the show without getting bombarded with negativity about it. That's mm-hmm. uh, It's just really uh, inspiring and wonderful. So yeah. we just wanted to say thank you. Uh, for listening, and thank you for being supportive. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Why Mommy Drinks. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. (laughs) Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. <laughs> and I'm Amanda Allen. And this episode we have with us Morgan Walsh. Hey, Hello. everyone. <laughs> she is an actor. She is an activist. An she's activist, an activist. An activist. Guys, solid gold. Uh, she's an entrepreneur, and she is a mom. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, I have three kids, uh, seven, five, and one, all boys. Oh. Uh, I yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was like Morgan won't make that sound because she. Yeah. I made uh, that sound. I uh, I have three kids as well. Uh, I have uh, a six and a half year old boy, and I have twin four year old girls. That's wow. right. I have three kids. Yeah! Party, party, party. (laughs) I love still, though, that you were like, (gasps) oh, yeah. Because they're younger. Your kids are younger, so I have, like, PTSD. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have a 10-year-old boy. Mm -hmm. I have an 8-year-old boy and a 5-year-old girl. I mean, I feel like it should be said that there is some... I feel weird identifying the gender of my kids because there is some fluidity in kids and mm-hmm. my kids yeah. not all kids but so we'll see what happens but right now i think we've got a boy a boy and a girl yeah, yeah. I, I agree because like a lot of times like i have a six and a half year old boy but that and that kind of like all of a sudden he's supposed to be like this like rough and tumble boy and then oh. tw- twin four-year-old girls whenever i tell it to people they're like oh you have your lovely girls i'm like yeah. it's opposite my it son really is. is like super chill calm barely like he's just like oh hey you know like yeah. logical calm dude and then the girls are the ones that are like Taking over the world that they're in. Not that he's not, but just in a different way. But it's not our that, daughter's like, the construct. most disgusting of all our children. Yeah, so gross. <laughs> she is disgusting. Girls are what, gross. What, what did she do? What did she she's also disgusting with food. Like my the boys do not want to eat near her. Like she's <gasps> just an animal. What does she do? What does it mean? <laughs> they don't want to eat they near don't. her. They don't like if we have we have a little round table and it's always a thing of like please don't make me sit by her. Please That's hilarious. Me. I know my youngest kid. He's twenty one months. And he is the probably the neatest eater of all three. He like Thank insists you. on using a fork. Uh, the other, like the seven year old and the five year old, oh. we have to be like, could you please use utensils? <laughs> they eat with their hands like fucking animals. It's crazy. Yeah, Ugh. guys, we're failing as moms. That's failing. What I'm yeah, mainly that's the takeaway. Yeah, of everything. <sighs> How 
you guys do. I forgot to change my chair again. You forgot. You what? are shorter than us. Well, here, just put the microphone like near nearer your when face. When I sit in the other chairs, I feel like present, like it kind of makes me sit up. And lately, we've been recording, and I sit in, in this, and every time by the like, ha I like get settled in and feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm like, hey, we'll wake you up. Why don't we'll we take you know. a little break? We're back. Hello. Welcome back to Why Mommy Drinks. We took a break. It was super official. Hi, everybody. <laughs> oh, I think we're all a little punch drunk. I know that we're all a little exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys. So <laughs> Morgan's like, can we, um, Thank you, you know, okay. So let's see. So I wanted to talk about, okay. So my oldest never watched television until he was two years old oh, he yeah it was some like man I did it all perfect it was all right I read books to him all the time we read for like an hour every night uh I had I had a, that shit on lockdown my my kid my youngest kid my 21 month old watches he's an addict he is a screen <laughs> yeah. oh. addict and i don't know what to do he um lately now uh so he grabs i'll be like doing something he'll grab me by the hand he will pull me to the television he will turn me around to face the television and if i and then and he's like uh, 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 like he grunts <clears throat> and then if i walk away he will like scream and cry because you haven't turned it on. Yes. Okay, so he's telling you turn he's this telling on for me. Turn this television on. If I put it on Sesame Street, I can sometimes wa let him watch Sesame Street. I can sometimes get him to watch like Daniel Tiger, but the sweet uncut shit is Paw Patrol. Mm -hmm. Paw Patrol. Uh, I feel like I should sing it out. Um, <laughs> You're Paw on Patrol. Paw Patrol. Be there on the double. And so the other day, um, <clears throat> I kept trying to just like get. A, I kept trying to just be like, oh, ha, ha, like trying to distract him to do something else because he, you know, he just he's he's fiending for screen time, and he watches a lot of screens, and I feel really guilty about it. And my other kids, you know, especially my oldest, like didn't watch so much television by this. He didn't watch any television by this age, and he watches so much television now that uh, my youngest that he has a favorite show. Um, and he's like addicted to it. Um, and so, yeah, the other day I would, I, I tried to put it on Sesame Street because I was like, well, it's kind of like, kind of educational or whatever. And, um, and he started like, like crying and like, ah! um, and I tried to put it on, <clears throat> uh, uh, what, what uh, the fucking Curious George. Because I thought, well, maybe I can just, because just off Paw Patrol, there's no, like, nutritional value to it. Like, it's just fucking stupid dogs with product tie-ins. Like, there's nothing to learn. It's just bad. It's not good. It's not, like, the genders aren't balanced. Like, all the care, it's all from the male point of view. Like, I just, there's nothing good about it, really. Uh, so I was like, ah. Oh. Um, not like there's so many women in Curious George, but. And he and then he was also <laughs> like, Ugh! um, and and I think I was just like, oh, and I I I think I turned it off because I was like, gosh, like I can't have him tell 
like control the television and tell me what to do. And he laid down on the floor and just like, uh, like laid on his, his stomach and just like one of those full body tantrums, just like kicking and crying and just the world had ended. And, um, and he probably cried like that for, you know, five minutes or so, or maybe it felt like five minutes, but it felt like a long time. And, um, and then I, uh, I finally just broke down and I put on Paw Patrol. Oh, you did. I'm such a garbage person. You're garbage. He, he demands no. it all the time and I don't know what to do and I don't know how to cut the cord and he's not verbal enough that I can be like, oh, the television's broken today or, you know? Um, so yeah, he just like loses his mind if I don't, he just fiends. He fiends. So that's where I'm at right now. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. And. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to give advice because this is an advice-free zone. But the one thing that I found with my kids is that um, I just try to survive each day. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. the fucking writer helps me survive my day. That's kind of where I end up landing. It's like you're not a garbage mom. You're a, you're his mom. Yeah. And no matter what, because you're his mom, he's going to be awesome because yeah. you're great. You're, you know what I mean? And the other thing, too, is he's, what, how old is he? 21 months. 21 months. So he's in that, like, terrible stage of, like, Dude. I'm not a kid. I'm not a baby. I don't know how to express fully what I need. Yeah. I don't know how to get what I want. I don't want what you're giving me, no matter what it is. And also, he's not in school. And I yeah. feel like for my kids, when they aren't in school, the TV time is like the hardest thing to balance because they all want to watch it. And it's like, I have to find ways to try to keep them from doing it. And then there's times when it's like, I can't, like I, it's that thing, right? Like uh, when you get on an airplane and they say, put the oxygen mask on yourself before yeah. your kids, and you got to take care of you. And if, yeah. if you can't get It's just hard because like, you know, you're not going to. You hear from everyone like screen time's bad, yeah. and, like it's ruining their brains, yeah. and it's the worst. And like we try to regulate it, like we have it now where they they the big boys have an hour of screen time a day, and half of it can be free, and then half of it has to be educational, mm -hmm. and that's our rule. And even then, I feel like on weekdays, I I just I want to get rid of it. I'm the PBS like like jailkeeper. I'm always like, you can only watch PBS Kids. Yeah, and they're like, but. I'm like, it's great. There's great programming. Oh, I'm even... Or you don't watch anything. More of a music. Nazi. Because yeah. I'm like, here are programs that you can play. It's a math program. It's a fucking <sighs> chess program. Like, PBS kids, they wish. <laughs> yeah. Odd Squad. Odd Squad, Those they kids love. are good on that show. That show is awesome. Have you seen Odd Squad? We said Odd Squad. I don't know that one. So it's, it's like a great. math show. Uh, it's kind of like... It reminds me of... Um, it's like a mystery. What age group is it for? Uh, like seven, eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm well, I mean, my five-year-old loves it. Yeah. It's so it's sort of like Men in Black. Yeah. But it's oh, children. Fun. Dragnet, kind of. Yeah. You know, fun. Like, and then there's a problem, and they have to solve it, and they use different ways of kind of figuring out the problem. Yeah. They look at the problem from all the different viewpoints, and they kind of come together to figure out what the answer yeah, is. And it's awesome. silly, but the kids that act mm -hmm. on it are so are really amazing. Good. They're it's so amazing. good. Like, I watch They're that like show Canadian. and I'm like, look at you, funny guy, making Aww. jokes. It's cute. It's yeah. cute. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what do you, what do, you yeah. do with screen time at your house, so Morgan? during the week, there's no, because 
they're older, so you, yeah. we're into the iPad zone. Yeah. yeah. And during the week, there's no um, iPads at all. Yeah. Whoa. But after six, after homework, because yep. there's homework, not for my kindergartner. We go to like a super hippie progressive mm-hmm. school. All my kids have homework. Um, not all. Sorry, not the one-year-old. Not the 21. Does he? No. <laughs> it's you. You're the one giving him the homework. You're like, yeah. do this math program. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Learn um, chess. So we do. We don't do any uh, iPads during the week, but they can. After all their stuff is done and chores are done, they mm-hmm. can turn it on and watch. About It ends up being about an hour once they're done with that oh. before they're in bed. Yeah. And they don't have to be asleep in bed, but that's when they have to just chill. Now, they... It's a. I think this is like the bane of all modern day parenting existence. It fucking sucks. Yeah, it's brutal. And I've watched some stuff that I think is really seeped into me. As far like there's a movie, a documentary called Screenagers. And oh, the, the oh, I think my husband watched it. The thing about it that really got to me is that time that they use on screens, which I am also guilty of doing. Which yep. I think all parents is keeping them from mastering a skill. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And that is the thing. So now I'm like, nope, we're not having couch potatoes. Like, you got to, we have to get busy. I don't care what it is. And you can hate me now, but you'll love me later. Yeah. I agree. I think, and like, that just open creative play is so important. Yes. Figuring out, making your brain work right and stuff. Yes. And they do find, this is what I was going to say. I almost feel like it was in a bigger crutch for me when they were toddlers to like put on PBS Mm -hmm. because now that they're older I'm like it's okay to be bored you're gonna figure it out yeah yeah you know say that to them and they can kind of understand that too you know it's so such a different that's kind of why I was being quiet because it's such a different ball game yeah um when they get older do either of your older kids have phones no no that How is old is your oldest? Ten. And you've somehow gotten away. We have not done a phone. And the other thing we have wow. not done is he hasn't done a sleepover uh-huh. uh, with other people. At yeah. all. We've had our close family friends who have three girls that are the same. like They're like cousins. Those girls have stayed at our house. But they have not stayed. And they've stayed with their cousins in Chicago. But mm-hmm. we haven't done sleepovers. Yeah. And I don't. I couldn't totally tell you why. I think this will be the year for the oldest one. Um, I think our generation of parents have a very different uh, idea about sleepovers than our parents did. Yeah, maybe. I think this is a very common thing that I've been hearing. Is it? Is that I, people felt, are I felt like a weirdo. kind of freaked like... out about sleepovers, that they really wait on sleepovers, right? Because like, once it starts, that's it. I've heard that's what I've heard like oh. once you open that is that what door, it is then it's like oh I'm gonna sleep over I'm gonna sleep over and oh. right now it's I'm now non-stop Wes is doing sleepovers it's non-stop oh. every weekend I'm gonna go to my buddy's house my buddy's gonna come to my house I'm gonna go there or he's gonna come here and every single weekend he wants a sleepover yeah with, he's only done it with the one kid uh, other than like his very best friend back east when we were visiting it, that was a little different that was kind of like a you're staying here. We're visiting. Yeah. Not quite like a go over. Um, so the concern for both of you is just that it opens the floodgates it, and it never and they'll just never sleep. It at feels home. like a rite of passage to yeah. me of growing up, which is, yeah. you know, who he's done. Now, mind you, at the school they go to, they've done a night away where they went to Santa Barbara with mm-hmm. their class. And yeah. Like stayed in a hotel room and no parents were there. And that was like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, but I'm kind of. 
uh, on board for that. I don't oh, know. Good. I don't know why I've. Um, it's hard. I mean, when Wes goes, there's something about him being somewhere else with his friend, where he's still so young. And how uh, old is he again? He's six and a half. Oh yeah, he's very young. Yeah. Um, and then he's being exposed to things that I necessarily am not okay with. Yes. Or that I don't know that he's being exposed That's to. That's what freaks me out. And it's out. really hard because I can't parent that family because it's not my family. You right, know. Yeah. And I can say like, oh. You know, with Wes, this is how we do things. Please try not to. But then it's also on me for being like, sure, go. You can be with that family and do what they do, which is, you know, we like them. Like, I I, I know them very well, so it makes me feel better. Um, it's not like I'm like, nice to meet you. I don't really know you, but my son's going to stay here. Right. Home. That's how but, it was when we were kids, though. Yes. It was like that. Yeah, you just Like, I barely over. know you. Can my kids sleep over? Yeah. And I had a single mom. I was raised mostly until middle school by a single mom. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, I mean, that must have been really nice for them that we would get yeah. out and give them a break. But yeah, you don't know what your kids are going to, like, mm -hmm. you don't know if there's an, uh, a horrible, violent video games, you, you know? Yeah, you don't know you what don't they're know watching. If maybe there's alcohol or yeah, or yeah. weapons in the house or a, well that I ask a pedophile ask older brother because yeah. I have a friend my friend I always ask about guns good for you yeah. you know that's so like a awkward. program yeah a, is it's gun sa safe sense it's called chip ch it's like making it hey do you have any pets at home we have allergies and by the way do you have any unsecured guns yeah or any guns in the house? first time I did it I was it was I was very nervous to do it sure um, but then the more you do it the less it doesn't feel uh, awkward at all. Uh, in fact, it became like it becomes like second nature. We were like, I'm sorry, uh, I just need to know if you have any guns in your house. Yeah. And the woman that I talked to the first time, she was like, I don't, but I'm so glad that you asked me because I always want to ask, and hearing you ask makes me feel like I can <gasps> ask, and That's it's really okay. Cool. Good for you. And she was like, What would you say if I said yes? And I was like, I'd, ha I'd have to think about it. And I think I, I mean, I do have a, I feel like I would. It depends on the person. I need to know that they're locked up. Yeah, you know, I've had a friend who was shot in elementary school, and he oh. will never walk again. And it was by his brother. You know, he was a child, and that's what children do. So it's not even like, oh, I don't trust you with your guns. No, it's that it's just the numbers just too, of it. I've had friends that have died due to gun violence or family yeah. members. You know, so like I have a personal. We history have a friend who's with it. who had a niece who died from a self-inflicted gun wound as Aww. a child. Yeah. My brother had a childhood friend who killed himself with you know, a gun as a child. So like guns. my brother though, my brother is a gun advocate. Like he is a hunter. He like studies them. He goes out like this is his thing. We're very different people. <laughs> We're like completely different people. I live in LA and he lives on a farm. You know, like but he's also taught me that you can be a responsible gun owner and that like, if that's your hobby and that's your passion and that's what you love, great. Take the classes, learn how to do it. And I kind of, I can get behind that and say, like, I don't personally, I'm not a big fan of them, but I can see where people do. But also then it's on me to, like, find out who, what kind of a gun owner are you? Is it? A, and then also it's the same kind of thing. Like, do I want my kids in a house with a gun? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't. It might I be kind of a non-negotiable for me. I'm not sure. Yeah, It's a tough Thing. It's actually, it kind of ties into my story this week, yeah. which is great, um, because Wesley's friend, um, who sleeps over all the time and comes over, and Wes goes to his house all the time. I mean, they're, like, joined at the hip, uh, and it's very cute. Um, 
but this morning, uh, Wesley was like, so um, I think I might sleep over his house this weekend, if that's okay. And I was like, I don't know. You know, I have to look and see what we're doing. And um, and he was like, well, he told me that he doesn't want to sleep here anymore. And I was like, oh, oh, why? Why doesn't he want to sleep here? And he said, he says, You're, it's just too messy for him. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, Amanda, that is... Here's the thing. Here oh. is the thing. When he said this to me, I just stopped, and the rage of a oh. thousand rageful Sons. doves. Yeah. I don't know. Doves. Rage, rage doves. doves. Rage doves. Prince. It's Prince it's again. Prince. That's why Princeless. people release doves at a wedding. You're releasing the rage. I just rage. feel like it's like I'm a pie. Or like... I don't know. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Pie, like the it baked in a pie. Yeah, the birds, the blackbirds, but they're rage dogs. birds. Black rage singing rage. in the dead of the night. <laughs> Take these broken wings I and learn it. to fly. <laughs> oh, that is like right there, that line. It's like, just take these broken wings. Isn't that Mr. Mr.? No. Mm. Take these broken wings. Oh, and oh. And learn, learn to fly again. again. Learn to live so free. I love that song. And when we hear <laughs> the voices sing, the book of love will open up. Let us air. All right. Okay, so. <laughs> Good job. You're guys. welcome, everybody. So, uh, <laughs> the rage doves were flying out of me because here's the thing. This. The six-year-old is hitting the nose on the head, and it's like, Oof. I, and that's hate. a sore spot. Look, I am not a good cleaner. I'm not a good house cleaner. Um, and I, you have three kids. I have, I have like lots going on at all times, and I'm totally upside down, inside out, and still like every day showing up and getting it done. And the la- the thing that always like I can't seem to get done is like the the mess, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's never ending. It's the, of it's, course there's, you know, you don't have the bandwidth no, for it. And it's I want to like, like, you're at capacity. Yeah. And it's like, you're a postal over. worker. That's it's like the, the mail keeps fucking coming no yeah. matter what you do. And sometimes it's like, fucking hell. Like, I'm, I'm just going to let this mail pile up because I just can't. I need like a midnight car wash because it's the only time that I actually have time to go and get someone to like wash my car and vacuum it out because I can't do it during the day. That shit takes hours. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it's like, there's just not enough time to get it done and there's not enough resources to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so I can do only what I can do. And I just want to like sit that six year old down and be like, listen to me, <laughs> sir. Let's have a little chat, sir. <laughs> you know why this house is a mess? Because of your friend and his sisters, and I talk to them all day long, and they don't listen to me, and they mess it up, and I clean it up, and they mess it up, and they clean it up, and it's making me insane. Yeah. I feel like a crazy person, yeah. little six-year-old. I'm just going around and around and around and around, and I see the mess, and the mess gets oh. on me, and I don't want to sleep here either. I don't either. Okay? And I'm done. No, In fact, I, can I go to your house, I'm going sir? to your house. You can stay here. I'm going to hang out with your mom because I like her. And she makes me happy. Okay? You stay here and get them to clean the house. Bye. And then he's like, can I have some mac and cheese? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dude. So, that would have made my rage doves come well, out, It's too. like anytime a kid gets in my car, they're like, your car is messy. I'm like, no kidding. I clean it every fucking week. And these messy, messy, messy kids... These massholes. I almost call them massholes. My kids are from Massachusetts. They're from Massachusetts. They're terrible drivers. (laughs) 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 But they're only 
throwing stuff everywhere. Oh my god! And the back smells. of my minivan is a fucking nightmare. Just, Every now and then I go back there and I'm like, "What is this?" I had such car envy today. I parked next to this guy. He was in this gorgeous, oh. like decked out, oh. smooth BMW mm. with like real like the seats. I wanted to be like, "Can I just pet your seats?" <laughs> because you could tell that was like soft, nice mm-hmm. leather, and it like no one touches that car. Like there's not a kid in that car. Mm-hmm. It, like it was just. Mm, pristine. <laughs> and I pull up next to him. It's like, <laughs> let me just get out. Cans are flying out of the car. Yeah. I'm like, don't smell. Okay. <laughs> Slam. And then I have to find the thing that broke to lock it. I'm like, whatever. I'm making it happen. Here I come. And then a kid gets in. It's like, your car is terrible. Like, I like imagining that your car is like, the, you know, when you see someone who's like <laughs> clearly lives in their car and it's yeah. like, it's their like hoarders, papers all like, it's Whoa. like the third hoarding location. <laughs> yeah. They've filled it's up the storage units and now it's moved. It migrates from my house into the car. Yeah. yeah. Why did someone need all those old newspapers and uh, memories? Paper cups. Can't throw them away. Can't. In their car. That Okay. So my They're kids- just going to look through them and they will decide. <laughs> You're right. You know what? There's a lot of Once good articles in there. Look through them. They will I someday. I never thought about it. Why don't they throw away all There's that stuff? There's really good articles in there. I and think also, it will have to make you yeah. um, deep uh, trauma. I think let's about just say how deep trauma. people die, and one day you'll die. And uh, it, that's really what it's about. I think it's about death. Deep, and, deep self loathing yeah. and trauma. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I used to be you obsessed with all the like, hoarding I'm like, shows. I can't watch them anymore. Yeah. No. It, but I noticed that a lot of people, it was that someone close to them died unexpectedly. Yes. And then they're just like, all the things. I keep all the things. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm like that with shopping, but it's mostly because I had kids. Well, you have a shop. Like so a my, shopping my prior ad- self died, and I'm like, of. I need to buy all the things. So I feel like a person. <laughs> I can still wear that. I, uh, I exist uh, because I buy things. But I get rid of it, though. That's the only thing. Caitlin was like, you got to stop buying because you wear it once, and then you get rid of it. Oh, no. I mean, I donate it. I never buy. I, I we're never the opposite. So we're supposed to do this thing together, and they were like, we need you to have, like, seven outfits and look cute. And I was like, done. And she was like, I don't have, like, Seven things. I was like, not only do I have have seven things, but I have a membership to rent a runway. So you can go on there and pick some stuff, and I'll get it delivered, and I'll look so cute. And Betsy was like, I I have, like, two dresses. So you got to complete the look on Rent the Runway. You can complete the look with the earrings. Have you ever done that? No. You're like, this outfit looks good, and then they tell you what earrings to get in a clutch. And you can click the the button that says, complete the look. Just use her account on Rent the Runway. Yeah, you could. You could use my account. It's awesome. Uh, and then you can return plus, things. Well, that's why I started doing it. Because size now I was just and collecting. everything's very complicated. They have every size. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. We should complicate it. I'm like so tired of like shopping and feeling bad. Shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, well, we don't have, we don't have giant elephant clothes, oh, and you're like, oh, it. cool. I'm never leaving my house or buying clothes. So, so I just wear things until they get like holes. I wore pajamas as pants, black, and when I was like dressing up, I did black pajamas. Like, they looked kind of dressy for years after kids. Yeah, I, yeah, because the body. Not you. I keep seeing. You're, I mean, well, no, I buy all the clothes, and then I look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, no, oh, I don't look like I thought I would in this. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing is that like internally. So I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, I want to make a mug that says, uh, "I'm thinner than I look." <laughs> That's great. I'm thinner than I look, uh, s- smarter than I look, and uh, oh, 
there was three things. So it was, I'm thinner than I look. Uh, oh, well. It was really, <laughs> I was cracking myself up. All, right. all by myself in my car. I was like, that's a good coffee. In the <laughs> middle of the night tonight, you need to wake up and write Text. it down and yes. then go to Cafe Press in the morning and make, make that mug. I am. And then I was going to make one that says, you bum, after LeBron James's tweet to the president. He Wait. called it, he said, oh, you yeah. bum. And I was going to make a coffee mug oh, that says, you, you bum. Oh, you should. <laughs> this I is also, my second comic. I, I think I need to be a coffee mug maker. spending money on myself. I think that's like a thing. That's what I it have is. a trouble with that because when I spend money on myself for clothes and stuff, I just think, oh, but that could be like science camp or that could be piano lessons or that, you know? Yes. The thing. So I just that's never. That's actually very admirable. Yeah. Well, but then. But you're also an adult and you have to look at this this way. Like, do you want your kids? This is how I always think about things. Do I want my kids to grow up and think about themselves that way? Or do I want my kids to feel like it's okay every once in a while to buy yourself something mm-hmm. and not clean your house? <laughs> <laughs> and have cans fall out of your car when you open the door. I'm okay with it because I'll know where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> because at least they'll have good shoes. <laughs> but that's just it. Like you would you would want your kids if they had they you'd be like, take care of yourself. Get yourself some nice clothes. Right. Get yourself a couple things that make you feel good. That's what you would tell your kids. I'm imagining. I'm writing this for you. But mm-hmm. you you know, like, and then stop and go, like, well, why can't I tell myself that? Because mm-hmm. I want them to feel that way. So I need to do that for myself. Mm-hmm. We'll go shopping. Can we go shopping? <laughs> sure. Let's go shopping. Sounds yes. great. I fucking hate shopping. No, I'll take you where you Have you can. always hated it? Or do you just feel a resistance now, like, with kids? Um, do you like shopping for them? No, I do it all online. You hate yeah. shopping. I don't like shopping. That's it. It's just something to like, it's just like a chore. What and about grocery shopping? Um, yeah, I like doing it alone. Yeah. But oh. I do it a lot online because I don't have time. Yeah. Um, and I think the more weight I've gained, the shittier shopping gets. Because yes. it's weird. It's weird to have a body. Yeah. That most women in our country have, and yet the um, you're treated so shitty. Yeah, it's really weird, and I, I, I don't know. It's hard for me to find clothes that I like, and the plus size stores have like really kind of poorly made clothes, and they're not really oftentimes made with plus size proportions taken into account. They're just skinny clothes made bigger and and I think sometimes I look at them and I'm like why the fuck would someone make like a plus size shirt with horizontal stripes yeah there's like something to me that's like a fuck you to their customer a little there's something like well, I don't not know even paying attention to it yeah. or just like I, I feel like there's a prevailing attitude in fashion when it comes to plus size women which is like fuck you you pig you'll take what we'll give you that's the feeling I get mm. from fashion. And so I'm, I just kind of like I want to send like a per, because that's lie. That, I'm not saying, I'm not justifying I'm the fashion industry, but I feel like you could have a girlfriend or a person whose like life it is to come through people's closets and just style something. Oh, you should get And make that. you feel like a fucking beautiful woman. Yeah. Like, what is her name? The woman that does this? We yeah, know. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Like she, there's like... I just don't, I'm missing the skills of how to do that for myself. Uh-huh. And 
I have been all different kinds of sizes. I put on 75 pounds with each kid. It's like a fucking, I know you feel, suddenly you feel invisible. Yeah. 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 And then there's this thing where you're like, I know that's not, I know that's not who I am. So I kind of got like stronger too. And I was also really overweight as a kid. So I was made fun of for that all the time. And I just was like, you don't know me. Like in my, in me, I was like, you don't know who I am. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got to send someone to your house who's going to show you. <laughs> it does. It when you when you find clothes that you feel good in, it changes. It changes you. It changes the way you feel. It changes the way you carry yourself. There's confidence there, you know, and and when you believe in the way you feel, that's all that matters. And so it's like it everything kind of shifts. And mm-hmm. so it's about learning how to dress for your body. And you're right. Like there isn't a lot out there, but this, but learning how to find the stuff that is, is the key, you know, Mm -hmm. like looking for the stores that have things that you like that, you know, like, and finding like, what do you, I always think about like, I want to be like the old lady who's like a hippie who -hmm. can wear like linen Mm -hmm. and like scarves. And she's just like, (laughs) so carefree and like. I don't know, but that's like my like inside. I'm like, this is who like I want to eventually get to. And so as I'm getting older, I'm finding myself sort of being like, ooh, I like that. Oh, like um, what is it? It's not Anne. It's um, who is it? Who's the lady, the designer where I'm like, not yet, but I'm coming for you. (laughs) Eileen Fisher. Yes. (laughs) Not yet Eileen Fisher, but I'm The older I get, the more I'm like, that's pretty cute so i'm not like i do a little i've taken a couple double takes at a chico's front window too and i'm like when did this happen when when did chico's i've seen you it's the layers of the onion you guys we're getting in there there she is she's in there uh-huh. I should say you Morgan is dressed all in purple and is wearing a red hat right now. Yes. Right? <laughs> red hat ladies. Have you guys seen the red hat ladies? Yes. Oh, they're fabulous. I, oh I my love God. I love them. They're like, me here too. I love we are it here. so much. Mm-hmm. I do too. Uh, yeah. So look. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I grew up with a mom who also didn't really like, who like hated on herself physically. Oh. And I never learned how to like like it's myself really physically hard. and I and I, you're right I'm I'm teaching my kids that probably inadvertently and I need to well stop or maybe it. not or not I, mean, or I not. never talk about myself I saying, never like put yeah. myself down in front of them which is something she used to do all the time but well, you might not be doing that and so I, I want to clarify that like when I'm saying that I'm not saying like you're pushing that what I'm saying is is that uh I know for me people can tell me till I'm blue in the face like you should just go out and do this thing. But if I start thinking about myself the way that I want, I would want my kids to behave, yeah. then it shifts the way that I can give myself permission to be, to go shopping and buy myself something or mm-hmm. to, or to do something instead of it being about like, Oh, I'm, I'm hurting them or I'm not doing this or like, that's, you know, th- that's a whole other thing, yeah. but like giving your, finding ways to give yourself permission. Sometimes if you look at how you treat your kids, yeah, will give you the ability or like, or how you want your kids to be as they get older. You're like, well, I want them to do this. So why don't I do that? Yeah. You know, it's like a simple, weird way to look at. We bump things. up against how we were raised, like what we, what we got, what we didn't get mm-hmm. in parenting. And it, it can be really, um, 
revolutionary. I, it's not, it, I've spent a million times crying because I'm like, God, I'm, even when it's the stuff I'm doing and I'm having a beautiful moment with my kids, I'll think, how did I not have this for, you know, how did this, and then there's stuff too where I have compassion for my mom and mm -hmm. all, like how, you know, it's hard. Motherhood is no joke. Yeah. It isn't, yeah. And I'd I feel like I'm always crushed for time. Yes. I'm crushed for money. Yes. Well, there was, um, I was flashing on, we, our youngest was like, God, she must have been three weeks. She was really little. And it was like the first um, kind of fancy uh, thing to go to in L.A. that I, and I hadn't really been to anything um, like this. And I had nothing to wear. I didn't understand what I was walking into. I had no, like, no, and we had no money at that time. You know, it's just like, and I had a black see-through pleated skirt that had a little bit of like a shorter you remember when it was yeah. aimed to have like a shorter part that's uh, like a slip mm -hmm. under it and then it goes past the slip that's see-through mm -hmm. yep i was like all i couldn't i pulled the skirt up to make a dress <gasps> and i wore that <laughs> seems brilliant i I also wore a holy black um, cardigan. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I look like at the time I was like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. We had like, a three week old. Yeah, it was. So you were also I probably half out of your mind. I was half out of yeah. my mind, like sweating, crying. Oh, God. Underwear too big and too small, same time. Oh, like oh. everything is so crazy, and I re remember and terrible like could not fix there's no fixing of the hair at that time no. oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I didn't have any like it was big dangly like target <laughs> earrings and I but listen nobody it turned out like nobody was looking at me that didn't matter <laughs> yes that's the biggest thing right yeah you have to think to yourself how often do you look at people and go mm -hmm. like oh I remember what that person was wearing mm -hmm. and this never. It, never 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 it's like yeah and yeah I mean, sometimes I, sometimes I, I do. I mean, sometimes I think about how <laughs> terrible people dress. Yeah. I'm like, oh God, you're so. I don't want to hang out with that person. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Uh, no, but yeah, my uh, my son's friend hard. does. He's he. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. He comes over. He reads your outfits. He's like, I am not, not working. Here not gonna work. Not gonna work. <laughs> going right through your closet. There you go. I Disgusting. Uh uh. Wes's yeah. best friend yeah, needs to come and look at my closet. Yeah. And be like, oh, honey. We have your stylist. <laughs> we have your stylist. <laughs> come on over. It's, it's sometimes messy. I'm going to warn you. Like, I'm not coming unless you organize that shit. <laughs> I do that, too. Like, my middle, our middle guy, Emmett, who's eight, there have been times where, and he, like, I get it. He does care about being clean, but. He has criticized. He's like, Mom, the floor is disgusting. Whoa. But I'm like, you have cream cheese <laughs> off yes. the side of your yes. mouth. And you fuck, like, you, I yes. straight up say to him yes. all the time, I'm like, you have zero, like, a, what's the phrase? See, guys? Self-awareness? Zero self-awareness. Or what's the thing to stand on? No, you don't have a leg to stand on. I, you don't what have a leg thing? to stand on. <laughs> what is that thing? What? what is that thing that people stand on? That is. That's motherhood. That's motherhood. I love that though. Yeah, my kids will be like, "It's messy," and I'm like, "You made the fucking mess. It's you." Yes. Yes. <sighs> yes. Kids are hit by crap. 
<laughs> oh, it's a critic. This place is messy. It smells. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Do you something have about it that is when you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When they Learn get older, to blow your nose. When they get older, you can say, which I now say. I'm like, listen, the great. Get at it. No one's stopping you from cleaning it up. Like they have chores. And it's really... How I'm, old are they when you start the chores? Because I want to... You can start... First of all, it's it changed my life. You can... There are age-appropriate chores for all kids. So it's putting... It's practicing putting back what they take out. It's going to... You're going to fail, but it's practice, right? Yeah. And the um, we started chores on the thing. Like, they have to take their lunch boxes. Stuff that's appropriate. Take your lunch boxes out of your backpacks. I know your youngest isn't in school yet, but... Put it on the kitchen counter. Now it's wash it out. I hate oh. like, remember lunch boxes. The, I hate washing out lunch. And remember the high chair tray? Oh, yeah. That was like I felt myself dying inside yeah. every time yeah, I had to wash the nasty. goddamn. Just the like repetitive. The, here we go. The, oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. The repetitiveness. Yes. It's mind numbing. But it goes away. It changes because I'm here to tell you from the other side. <laughs> It, they get older and they will help and they'll see you like you're like hey get and Matt's from a big family he's one of seven oh. Sunday nights were sandwich nights so they made all the lunches for the kids were responsible in an assembly line for making the sandwiches and then they put them in the freezer <gasps> so in the morning one two three people grabbing their sandwiches out then they grab an applesauce or whatever the thing is so this this year that's what we we've done Ooh. Sandwich Sunday nights, assembly line, like make your sandwiches and the five year old is fine. She's doing it. I am I'm loving this. Yes. They're messy, but like the the more responsible that's they the probably more eat more too when they make it. My kids eating is not our problem. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> getting them not to eat. The Walshes <laughs> always eat. Always. <laughs> <laughs> like they were having Indian food before the fucking vegetables and beef I made. I was wow. like, why are you... It was a frozen oh, entree so from Trader Joe's. <laughs> but wasn't still, like, they're like good eaters? They're... When you say good... <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, they just... Cons- they're con- constant consumption. Uh-huh. Guys, it's not... You either have an eater... And my mother-in-law says you have an eater or not eater. It's easier on us to have an eater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I actually find it super stressful. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it's like you know, birthday parties where they're running back to the thing over and yes. over again. And I'm like, can we just have a chill time? My guys? best friend, her daughter has always been like that, where it's like, what's your favorite thing about school? And she's like, snack. Yeah. And then every time there's a birthday party, she's like, you have to stop. Like, you go play. And, yes. and I think that it's always a struggle for her, too, where it's like, there's a line, you know, yes. where it's like, uh, you don't want to cause too much attention to it. Totally. But you also like have to be like, OK, you can't just eat all day and all night. And, and I've like, tried, like, I've so many different versions of, like, wood board love. I've had a friend come over who's like, what you do is after school, you get out all your fruits and vegetables and you start making snacks. And they can come and grab it and then they, yeah. and they fill up. Or you, I've had people say, start with your salad. So while you're making dinner, when they come in and they're hungry, you've got a salad already there. So you're like, you can start eating this vegetable. Yeah, because they always come in. As soon as I'm in the kitchen, they're like, it's time to eat. I yeah. want some snacks. Ugh. Yeah. So you just lead with the healthy stuff and then you bring in whatever the last thing yeah. is and they're hopefully pretty full by then anyway so it doesn't sound like that's your guys's no. I have I have uh, my the girls will go back and forth with eating they're gonna eat you yeah. know they will yeah. eat what they need uh, I have oldest, one that will eat everything 
Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. But and then over I got Wes, who's like, no, I'll just eat a pretzel all day, and I don't need yeah. food. I don't need food. Rex, ever since he was little, we joked that for our oldest, it's like feeding time at the butterfly farm. It's like you just put out like half an orange and he's like, oh. And then like like you could put like a pound of fruit and he'll eat it. But if you're like, could you eat this chicken breast? He's like, ah, butterfly doesn't eat chicken breast. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, Indian food, like no. no he's West. a weird eater. He'll eat fruit all day. He'll eat That's... his body and wait in fruit. The thing is though, they say if you have a bunch of different kinds of food out over the course of a week, their natural inclination, especially when they're young like that, is just to get what their body needs over the course of a week. Mm -hmm. So even if it looks like they're not eating what they need to eat in that one day, it's because they've gotten that fill of whatever it is yeah. before that. Hot lunch. Hot lunch has been our friend. He wants hot lunch all day, every day, and apparently eats it all. Oh, so, so I'm so like fine. Great. I'm like, great, enjoy that hot lunch. Do Ugh. you. I was it. like, you just have to eat. Just make sure you tell me what you're eating and you have to eat something on there that's healthy. Don't you feel like you've won, like, I don't know, the fucking Nobel Peace Prize when your kids, like, eat broccoli? Yes. Or some sort of yes. roughage? I'm like, I... I did it. Won. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Like, My oldest kid will eat all of that shit. My middle kid will Won't. not. Mm -hmm. And They're he all suffers different. for it. Yeah. But we yeah, have a yeah, dog yeah. that we just got, and we congratulations. Were like, yeah, he's cute. He's uh, but he w he wasn't eating. And we were like, oh no, like he, we we rescued him, so we were like, maybe there's something going on. And we he just went to the vet, and they said he was healthy. We couldn't figure it out. I figured it out. Your what? kids are feeding him. My kids are feeding oh, him. Oh no! Our kids are feeding him. <gasps> they were feeding him uh, on purpose. I'm sure, or yeah. just because it's fun, and also because it's like, oh yeah, dinner's done. Like they were like, this is awesome. There's, yeah, like, let's see like, what it'll There's a vacuum boom, 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 cleaner there. Mm -hmm. Oh god! Watch him eat that. Oh, he ate that. Oh, watch him eat that. Uh, <laughs> I caught him standing on the dining room table. The dog eating pasta, <laughs> like Lady in the Tramp style. <laughs> I was like, get off the table! And he had noodles in his mouth. Oh. I was like, <laughs> my mom used to have this huge Labrador. It was like massive. Like it wasn't like a normal Labrador. It was like a I don't know what a massive Labrador. And I remember one time I like heard a sound and I looked around and heard this massive dog was standing on all fours yeah. on her dining room table licking a butter dish. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. As if he just it's like Harry and the, the Henderson. Like all of a sudden you come in and oh. there's like a yeah. Oh, good reference. Thanks. Do you sad? Do you miss Harry? Don't, that scene at the Why end when isn't it John Lithgow? He's yeah, like, it's John oh, Lithgow. He's like, I hate you, Harry. You just go away. We hate you. And oh, they, they kick but him then off. he has to go get him, right? And he goes and gets him. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, I'm ruined it for you. I'm real sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Amanda. <laughs> All right, Morgan. What has broken you? I have a good one. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I left my body. I was try. I just could not handle it. Um. In 2012, Baltimore, I'd been staying in Baltimore for a month with all three kids. At the Ooh. time, they were uh, not quite one, just starting to crawl. So not quite one. Um, that means two and four. Mm. And, and you I, were staying where? In Baltimore at a residence inn. Yeah. Oh, residence uh, inn, my favorite <laughs> hotel. In the free breakfast. Yeah, free breakfast. But then, like, day four, you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Another waffle. Another waffle. <laughs> um, the cheesy, weird, cheesy scrambled eggs. Oh, yes. But they're yeah. not. No. I don't know what's no. I'm sure they're powdered eggs. I'm. <laughs> um, 
so we had been there. This was like the second season of the show Matt was working on, and we were like, I don't know, just wanted to go be with him and it was cl- it was cold and I'd never been to Baltimore and we thought okay I know we need to keep our family together so we're going to go there and we're going to live in this residence and he was really lonely there because you go for a long time and he just he's a whatever so we give it a shot we give it a real go <laughs> I was supposed to be there for like a month and a half or something wow, it was three, that's a long time it is a long time and I did re- I um, there's so much backstory. I n- nobody has time for that. Um, I'll just say we cut the sh- the trip short to three weeks, and I was like, I can't do this. There's no grocery stores anywhere near us. I'd found a. a was there like a refrigerator? There like was a, a refrigerator. Yes, there was okay. a little kitchenette thing, um, but it was just. Uh, you know, it's was rough. Little was kids rough. need a lot of stuff. Yeah, and there was no. I had like seven cars, and I think I got um, a gingerbread house from the local Rite Aid because it was near the holidays, and we were doing that. And we did. I did find a cool like school, kindergarten, preschool that would take the boys two days a week. <gasps> so that was neat. That's amazing. It was amazing. Way to go. It was amazing. But there is just. It was rough. It's rough living there. There's like. It's just rough. Yeah. So I decided, I'm like, we got to go home early. We, I am flying now across the country with three kids on my own. It's a six-hour flight. That, now, ugh. I've done a number of flights, like, with them, and they had... So I I wasn't really afraid of that. It was fine. I'm sorry. So this is your flight from Baltimore back to back LA? Back home, yeah. After this harrowing experience i mean when i tell you like even the santa claus that you could go take your picture with was like telling me about a his daughter died of a drug overdose no yes no 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 i tried to get a nanny i tried to get a like a babysitter yeah and she was like i can't come wednesdays because i have dialysis and i was like everything was just everything like that christmas carol what's that terrible christmas carol the one that i hate the most because it's like uh we just were in the liquor store and then we sat in the parking lot. It's a horrible sounding. Song. Are you sure that's a Christmas carol? <laughs> Sounds like a Tracy Chapman it's song. Yeah. Old, old you got a fast <laughs> It's Christmas time. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I feel like that's the song you're thinking of. But no, it's Dan Fogelberg. Oh, anyways. Anyways. It sounds like a Dan Fogelberg song. All right. It was you brutal. <laughs> it was brutal snapshots, right? You're yes. just, like one. I tried to take Emmett to one place. The one who said this place is filthy. He was like, <laughs> he goes, "Oh my god, take me out of here!" He pulls my. He's <gasps> like, "It smells like old oatmeal. It smells like old oatmeal." <laughs> <laughs> and I, hate that I know it's that's a nasty It's terrible. Smell. I know that. Smell. And I look it's like moist. That's what happened. It smells I, like moist. And, yes. And I looked at him and I said, "We will be getting out of here. You are right. Like he is." Right, and so now, honestly, because of that, we know that Emmett has a good sniffer. Yeah, <laughs> we're like you. You know when yeah. he, he can like smell ingredients and sh- anyway. Nice. So, I'm on the flight. We uh, the kids are healthy, like seemingly totally healthy. Mm-hmm. We go to the airport. It's I have a layover, which is a terrible idea. Oh Jesus! I don't know why I had a like, but anyway, imagine like oh, you, you know the ergo, like you can. So I had a stroller, but I was wearing CC in the ergo. Mm-hmm. Emmett is two, walking next to the stroller. Jude is four here. I got this thing, and we go up to the gate, and you know the, um, you know where you just do the boarding pass area, not the get your ticket pass, but the gate. We're at the gate. So you're like, here's my ID. Check my boarding pass. pass. That like, oh. yeah, like uh, right at the gate, not at oh, the oh, first oh. get your boarding pass. 
right at the gate. When you're about to go on that little plane. Yeah. Yes. On the plane. <laughs> oh my god. It's like thirty thousand dollar pyramid. Yeah, whatever it is. We're like, you know, the thing we stand on. Leg. Leg. Yeah. By the way, we should never go on that show because no. we're terrible at it. No. Hey, I was on a show like that and mothers? I did win. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very Sorry. much. So don't ever say that. <laughs> I'll take it back. I take it back. You should go on $30,000 Pyramid. Thank you. I would be the worst on it. They'd be like, this guy, he sings something. I'd be like, John! John, John oh, Candy! No. It's John Candy! It's John Candy! I love it when people argue with the person. They're like, no, I'm right! It's John Candy! No. John Candy. He sang that song about being in a parking lot. I love John Candy. Once a year, I get really sad that he's dead. It's really For real. sad. I yeah. did a little movie with his son, Chris Candy, who looks just like him. Oh, yeah. Is he a nice guy? He's beyond nice. He's like everything you would imagine a Candy son would be. Oh. Like Swoon. he's awesome. Aww. Um. Okay. Anyway. So gate. Uh. Right as like we're just double checking our seat arrangements. Jude, the four-year-old, throws up. <gasps> no. So he throws up on the floor, like <gasps> right where now other people need to walk oh, to no. do the thing, and it's like on his clothes. Oh and no. It's on the floor, and I'm like, okay, okay. And he's like startled by himself, and I realize <laughs> I have a change of shirt. So I uh, nice. for him. Good so, job. Yeah. Oh. So I I changed his shirt and I'm got like a some wipes and a, there was like a paper towel and I kind of put it so it was basically like wet paint. It was like child yeah. vomit. <laughs> so people could Just step over. Yeah. yeah. So then we get we get onto the plane and Cece <laughs> is in her bucket seat facing this way, you know, like the car seat thingy that I popped facing up. Facing backwards. Show. Facing backwards. Yeah. And um uh, Emmett is right here, and because I'm one adult with three kids, you guys know this. Yep. The other kid has to sit across the yep. aisle. Oh, weird. So yeah. my four-year-old is across the aisle next to a really nice young um, college-age uh, woman. Great person. So uh, Cece is here, and we're on the plane. Takes off. Everybody. It's already stressful, but we're in our seats, and I'm thinking, okay. And Jude seems to be okay, and it's all fine. Oh Cece my God. throws up in her bucket. Seat. No. And it's in the bucket. It's like a no. It's a spoon. You're essentially in a bucket. Oh. That's why they call it a bucket. So she's sitting what? in her fucking vomit. Oh God. And I change her clothes. I figure out and like, okay, I can't. So I have to undo the buckles and every all the stuff gets into the crevices. Oh God. And I do the same thing. I'm like, okay, I take a burp blanket thing and I put it under her. I change her pants. But she's, it's damage control, not ideal. Yeah. But it's better than it was and still just like, wow. Okay. The, like, oh, stressful. I and love that you're just like, whatever. Here we go. Yeah, We're going to move You have this. to. You're I know. Already, like, I know. I'm so, imp- like, to me, this is like 10 stories already. I can't believe there's more. You, like, no big deal. I'll it's, just, okay. I was like, oh this is, you know, I'm thinking, because you have to. Like, that's yeah, the big do. part of motherhood. It's not like you can be like, done. <laughs> so many times people have said to me over the years, like, I don't, and I'm sure they say to you guys too, like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. It's like, because you do. Yeah. yeah. And then it's all a memory and it's kind of all, there's joy mixed in there too. It's awesome. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like all the stress and yes. everything and the challenges, it's all great too. I'm but always like, barely, I'm just barely doing it. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. I always go, I don't know if I am. I don't know. Yeah. Am I doing it? That's what I do. I'm like, doing what? I don't know how you I'm, do it. Me either. I oh have had God. those moments where kids are like, mom, and I'm like, who are they talking to? 
<laughs> like, do they mean, like, early motherhood of, like, oh, my God, they mean me. Like, so I'm weird. responsible I'm for the that. Mom. That's Every crazy. now and then I think about it, it really weirds me out. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, I have three kids. <laughs> yes. I'm a child, though. <laughs> All yeah. the time I think that. Oh, Wait. Uh, that's it. I'm skinnier than I look. <laughs> I'm younger than you think. No, that's not it. <laughs> Skinnier than I look. Kay. Oh boy. You bum. You bum. <laughs> no, younger than. How does it work? Younger than. Uh, Here's older, some paper. Older than I look. That's it. Skinnier oh. than I look. Older than I look. And smarter than I look. No, skinnier. That doesn't sound no. good. <laughs> I'm older depressed. than I look. Wait, what? Wait, I'm look. older than I look because I am. Oh, because you I look, look great. young. And I'm skinnier than I look because I might be fat. Can but we talk uh, about the real estate you have on the? There's not a lot a of real estate. That you're gonna, this is a long. They have to like turn the yeah. mug. It's a very it's limited small surface. To, depends on who I'm talking to. I just yeah. Wait, smile so and turn it. Does okay, the, I gotta finish. So does Join. the yeah. does the does Let everything me, reek of vomit? Yes, of okay. course it does. Yeah, but I have done like weird whatever tricks I can do. Hand yeah. helping you? No, no. No, because there's not a lot to do, really. Uh, so we're contain we're trying to contain the problem, right? Oh God! So then we're we we're going, we're going. That was pretty early in the flight. We're going, we're going, and right before we land at the first um, at the layover, uh-huh. Jude throws up on the college student next. No, to me. <gasps> oh yes. no! But this girl, like an angel from heaven, stands up and she goes, "It's okay. I'm wearing two pairs of pants." <laughs> She was a magician. Yes. She took off her other pair of pants. What? And the mom, there was a mom in front of me, now that you're asking, now I'm remembering, that she was like, Are, is everything okay? Can oh, I do anything? And I was like, oh. it was just also to have some empathy. Like, yeah. I don't need you to actually, I want you to actually stay out of my way. Yeah. But tell me you see me. Yeah. <laughs> you see me. Yeah, you see that I'm doing something. That yeah, I'm, like, I'm here in this. Yes. So, okay, so now we're, oh like, God. still in the thing. He's handled, but I'm thinking, holy shit. Like, I don't know what's going on with them. And then it's the first thing we we get, we land. And I'm thinking, at least Emma didn't get sick, right? Like, my middle guy. So we're doing the bucket and the thing, and I just want to get to the bathroom to change everyone. And Emmett starts going, bleh. Oh, no. Bleh. No. Oh, no. Each aisle as we do claim. <laughs> no. Wait, he threw up he's, in each aisle? Yeah, he's like, oh. little bit. <laughs> Aisle seventeen, blit sixteen, blit, and I—he's like the Johnny Appleseed of vomit. I was like, oh my god! And I turn around, I turn around, and I see the flight attendant who's been in the back witnessing because they always put the moms in the back with all the kids. Have you noticed that? So she's been witnessing this, and I look at her, and I'm like, gonna make an effort to clean it, and she just goes, go, God bless you. Just go. No. And I saw the rage doves in her eyes. Like, uh, I know she wasn't really mad, but she was also like, get the uh, fuck off this yeah. plane. Before this blows. Yes. It, when it continued to happen at the next airport version, I tried to feed them because then I thought they're going to be hungry. Now we've got another four hours. Right. And that was a mistake. You're not supposed to feed them anything for at least half an hour. Oh. Not even water, by the way, yeah. after vomit. Oh. Yes, because they keep going. Yeah, you oh, can't no. do anything. So I made a mistake. <sighs> 
with that. Yeah, and I, I made that mistake too. That's be, how I know it. Yeah, and being in a bathroom no, at the airport, airport trying to change, and no. I had Cece here in my ergo no. thing, so I'm bending down trying to change the clothes oh, of Emmett. And this other woman's like trying to help me. And I just, I left my fucking body. I wasn't yeah. crying. Ugh. I wasn't laughing. I wasn't angry. I was numb yeah. and powering through, you yeah. know? Yeah. And we, we, you know. Robot. Robot. Cause you yeah. just have to. And we got home and Matt, I tell Matt or I text him cause he was still in Baltimore. So oh I God. called him or I texted him. I can't remember. And he was like, oh, my God, I would never have been able to handle that. You know, I can't believe you did that. And part of me was like, yeah, you wouldn't have been able, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I we actually did OK, even though it's so crazy that all three kids threw up on the same oh my like God. trip. Oh. oh, how was the second leg? It was the same thing. It was versions of like vomit. But I had now to this day because of PTSD from that, <gasps> I I was taking shirts and turning them inside out by the end of the second flight. Oh, you know, God. like you just have to do whatever you yeah. can do. And so now every kid has a ch full change of clothes. <laughs> that is super. And smart. they're responsible for their own. They have a little bag. I'm like, that's your own change of clothes, your own water bottle. And it's so much easier when they're older. Oh my. But wow. Matt sent me flowers the next day. Oh, because he was just like, holy God. Did, did part of you feel like, did part of you feel angry or resentful that he wasn't there experiencing this with you? I think that was a stretch in our lives where I was doing a lot of yeah. the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, maybe, maybe I've just, the heaven has given me the gift of a short memory. Like, yeah. like they, you know, the pain of it is like gone. Yeah. But I, I think there have been times like that for sure where I'm like, dude, yeah. you know, but we have, you know, oh, we've had dude. to work on all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of it is just the empathy. I think like, I don't necessarily want, I like to do things the way I like to do yeah. them. Yeah. So there's, you know, we've learned a lot about like exits and reentry. If you're apart from each other and then you come back and parenting, yeah. like to, I'm like, the train has left the station. That became our mantra. I was like, you have to get on the train because the train's already moving. Yeah. But I also have to remember it would take him a little while to get warmed up to the pace. Yeah. Of young kids, because it's crazy. But that totally all those makes sense. years behind us now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is fucking rough. I know, yeah, those moments where just every, all hell is breaking loose. Yeah. And yeah, you just kind of go like, Choom. like yeah. now I'm just a fucking... It's just to get through it. Who, who's just, yeah, getting through this. Yeah, mm. and you're not even conscious. You're just kind of Yeah, no, it. you just like, it's like you kind of go, you do. You go into another place where you're like, just get through this, get done. I always feel like when I think about those, I just think about like taking both girls and like flipping them under my armpits and like <laughs> getting out yeah. of the store or whatever. Like there's something yeah. that just happened and it's like, here we go. Wes, hold on. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of weight we can actually carry yeah. with children and diaper bags and whatever it is, it's astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I did I was doing boot camp all last year and I remember one of the one of the women that was in boot camp, she's like, you know, you're really strong. And I was like, Yeah, I mean I've been building this muscle yeah. for years now because all I do is like hoist kids one after the other after the other after the other I mean it's it's been a constant back and forth but then there's these other times where it's like you're not even thinking about it and your body goes into this like 
I need to get it done or I'm going to find the answer to this problem really fast. And you have to. Yeah. There's no time (sighs) for emotions. But I did want to kill. There was somebody who was trying to be nice in a bathroom. (laughs) And I remember wanting to, like, murder them. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you can fucking don't look at me. Like, <laughs> you know I that. imagine them opening the door and you're like, no. <laughs> yes. This feeling of like, like I tried to help that lady. Yeah. Yeah. She shot daggers yeah. out of her eyeballs. That is exactly, I remember feeling like this creature who's afraid of the light. I'm yes. Like, yeah. like the elephant you. man, like, don't look yes. at me. Yes. I'm I don't an, know if that's I'm a an quote. Animal. Yeah. It sounds like it I'm could an be. animal. I'm not a monster. <laughs> Sure. We don't know. Yeah. It's been a while it's, since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I we never get watch to... things that make me feel nice now. Paw Patrol. <laughs> Paw Patrol. Oh, they're on the, the double. double. <laughs> oh. oh, all day, every day. <laughs> Paw Patrol. Ooh, we're on a roll. Oh, here we go. Paw Patrol. <laughs> Morgan Walsh. Uh, is uh, recurring on this season of I'm Sorry on True TV. She also is, like we said, an entrepreneur. You have created something called 10th Avenue Tea. Guys, I'm a beverage mogul. You're a beverage mogul. Explain what it is because I feel like I can't (laughs) explain it exactly. Sure. It's an all-natural instant matcha tea powder inside a tiny little recyclable shaker bottle. And you just put water in it and then you you have delicious tea. You shake the powder out wherever you want. You can take it with you. There's 45 servings of instant tea powder inside this little, it's like a salt shaker you can bring with you anywhere and have your favorite drink wherever you go. That's very cool. It's patent pending, guys. Patent pending. <laughs> 10th Avenue T. Um, and Can also, you go on Shark Tank with that? Uh, long. That's another episode. <laughs> I I did do the Steve Harvey game show, the one. And I did. I have been on the Home Shopping Network three times. <gasps> well, oh, I love you. Oh, my God. Amanda just guys. lost her mind. Oh, my God. I wish you could see her face. Crazy. I have a little. I mean, we just talked about my obsession with shopping, so you can imagine. I can only imagine. There's a lot of you out there who just find it very soothing. I like go to sleep with work. Isaac Mizrahi on QVC. I do. I like to turn on, and I'm like, oh, happiness. At the training, they they acknowledge that we're companions to yourself, to women who to women who have we're in their homes. We're guests in their homes. Yeah. You're a guest in my home. Oh, you're like a, like a salesperson. I like, just go in and talk about my, oh, it's, there are people that represent other things, but I just talk about my product. Yeah. But yeah. They treat, they, when you're doing that and they're telling you how to do it, oh. you're a guest in their home. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. That's what, yeah. It is so like casual and personable. It is. I have to be careful. I want to buy it all. Every time I'm like, oh, I wow. think I Love might need that. that right now. And Kate's always like, turn it off, turn it off. Mm-hmm. We turn are it off. opposite. Yeah. I do not I like that. I have things. like a little s- Santa thing. You turn it on and it's like, Whoo, and it lights up. And oh, I that totally good. I, think, I gotta admit. I think I spent like $25 on it. And it's like the cheapest plastic thing you ever saw. <laughs> and every year for Christmas, I'm like, Can't sparkle Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also find Morgan on Twitter at Ms. Morgan Walsh. Um, and, uh, and yeah, thank yeah. you so much for coming on thank the show today. Me. It was so nice to have another mom of oh, three yes. and someone who's sort of like further oh, ahead in this so process. Nice to hear that it's a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not a dream. 
And it's not what? It's not a train. Oh, and it's not a train. It's not a train. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, it's just sunlight, glorious yeah. sunlight. It's oh, good to know. Thank goodness. Thanks, thank you guys. Goodness. Oh, well, you're, thank um, you. We want you to know that you're doing a great job. Yeah, oh. you're doing a great job. <gasps> you're doing a great job. <laughs> I was talking to. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, know. I just took it to me. <laughs> you guys, we're enough. We're enough. We are enough. Yeah. Oh, and we're fucking warriors. Yeah, and uh, for all our listeners out there, if you find yourself. Um, you know, just <laughs> feeling sad. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, but if you find yourself like stuck in a Paw Patrol, uh, oh. endless cycle of shame of crazy, cycle. yeah. Or if, if you find yourself being bullied by a twenty month, a twenty one twenty month year old, or about yeah. what they would like to do and see, yeah. <laughs> or your rage doves are being activated by your friend, your son's best friend. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, your kids are vomiting all over everyone on the plane, and you know you got another one to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> know that, you know, you're doing a great job. Thanks for listening. Yeah. My mommy drinks. <laughs>